Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, praise the Lord. We are continuing in our series titled Seeing Clearly, Seeing Clearly. And we're blessed today. We're going to go back to the book of Luke. We know we're looking at the parables of Jesus in the book of Luke. And I want you to join me again here in Luke at chapter 13. And we're going to begin at verse 6. Chapter 13 and verse 6. And here the word of God says, He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in this vineyard. In his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down, why cumbereth it the ground? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit well, and if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. We want to speak today from the subject, one more thing. One more thing. As you know, we've been going through these parables, learning several things that the Lord Jesus taught. And he was teaching his disciples. He was teaching those around him, the Pharisees and, and, and even the Levites around. And he was teaching them these things. And we've learned through his teaching the importance of sacrificing for others. We've also learned about the loving restoration of our, whole, of our heavenly father through the example of the prodigal son. We also learned about the value of his presence in our lives through the, through the elder son in that same story about the lost son or the prodigal son. We also learned about the ills of covetousness and we learned about the importance of having compassion for others. We learned about the diligence and persistence that we must have regarding prayer in the parable of the widow and the judge. And then finally, we've learned also about how we should pray with humility unto God in the parable of the Pharisee and the publican. But today we're going to take a look at something that is even deeper regarding our walk with Christ. Again, look with me at our text today. The book of Luke, again, 13 and verse 6. Look at verse 6 with me. It says, he spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none, found none. Here we notice that the, 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 there are advantages. There are advantages that this fig tree had. And I know some of you say, wait a minute, Pastor, what advantages could this fig tree have possibly had? Well, let's look at it for just a moment. The fig tree was planted in a vineyard. This vineyard, we understand that it was cared for. It was, uh, it, it was, the ground was tended to. The ground had nutrients in it prepared for the tree. We also understand that it was enclosed. That means that animals couldn't come in and grab the fruit off of the tree. 
It also had here this person who was there to watch over the vineyard. So someone was there to care for it. The dresser was there to care for the fig tree. So it was in a wonderful situation. It had advantages in being where it was. It was being cared for, taken care of. It was not, not like just other fig trees that were planted in other places outside of an actual vineyard or either by the wayside. Now, some of us may remember the parable or not the parable, but the story of Jesus when he saw a tree that was by the wayside. Remember, he was hungry. And he saw the tree, it had leaves. Those leaves made, were, were indicative of fruit that was there. He reached up and he found no fruit thereon and he cursed that tree. Now this was a tree that was by the wayside. Just grew up on the ground. The, the seeds just fell and it grew. But here this tree was in the vineyard. Planted by the, the dresser there in the vineyard for the owner. For the owner. You see, I want you to understand that the church of God, the church of God is his vineyard. The church of God is his vineyard. It's distinguished from others. It's fenced about. It's cared for, taken care of in the environment that it should be. I want you to also understand that we are fig trees planted in his vineyard. Or planted in this vineyard by our baptism and our receiving Christ, our receiving Christ as our Savior. We are, we are those fig trees. You see, the God of heaven requires and expects fruit from those that have been placed in his vineyard. He expects fruit from those that have been placed in his vineyard. Listen, the father looks forward to the fruit that is produced through our lives. He looks forward to you being able to share your testimony with others so that they can come to know him. He looks forward to you being able to encourage others that are broken and hurt and lost, sharing the, your love with them just as the Father pours it through you. He looks forward to you being able to embrace others that are lost and help them find the Father. He looks forward to you being a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. He looks forward to you and I producing fruit and being fruitful for him. But watch this. At the end of verse 6, it says this, and sought fruit thereon and found none. Found none. The disappointment was that he did not find even one fig. Not even one. There's nothing that he found there on. Look with me at verse 7. Here, verse 7, it says, Then sent he unto the dresser of his vineyard. Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? Cut it down. Here, the parable shows that the owner suffered long waiting on this tree to produce. He suffered long waiting on the tree to produce. There are some theologians that even say the three years could have represented the three years of Jesus' ministry. They could have represented those three years. It had been more, in fact, it had been more 
than enough time in this case for this tree to produce some sort of fruit. One little fig, maybe a scrawny fig, a discolored fig, anything. If it had produced something, then the owner could have looked at it and said, oh, you know what? The, those figs aren't plump enough. There's something else we need to put in the ground. We need to increase the nitrogen or we need to get some more miracle grow. <laughs> Whatever it is, we need to be able to put it here. We got to get a, a different fertilizer. We got to try something different. If it was the wrong color, he could have said, oh, wait a minute. The, the sun is shining too brightly on this part. There's something wrong. But because it wasn't producing anything, he said, I don't know what else to do with this thing. I don't know what else we can do. Cut it down. Cut it down and remove it. Cut it and remove it. I want to ask you this question. Can you think about how many times the Lord has come to us in one manner or another over the last three years? Can we say that we have produced fruit for him? Can we say we have produced fruit for him? Someone say, yeah, Pastor, I, I did a whole lot of stuff. Have you really? Are you sure? Can we say we have? Are we really, really sure? I want you to simply type this in chat for me. Work in progress. Listen, he's not done with you yet. He's not finished with you yet. Some of you have done great work. Some of you are still working. Some of you are still trying. But I want you to know that we're all what? A work in progress. He's not finished. He's not finished. We're still on our way to becoming what he's created us to be. But we're a work in progress. Watch this. Not only did the fig tree not produce fruit, not only did it not produce fruit, but it took up space in the vineyard, absorbing the nutrients from the ground and taking up the place that could have been used for a more productive tree. Could have been used for a more productive tree, but it's sitting there just soaking up, soaking up the nutrients, <laughs> soaking up all of the nitrogen, soaking up all of the stuff and wasn't being productive. Isn't that interesting? See, things around it, that's why, understand how the owner is thinking here. He's saying cut it down and remove it because if nothing else, it will stop pulling from the ground that would allow these trees to be even more productive and they're productive already. Maybe that's what we need to do with this tree. Dresser, cut it down. Understand what he's thinking and how he's thinking. Those who, watch this, those who do not do, um, do well or do good commonly do hurt by the influence of their bad example. Say that again. Those who do not do good commonly do hurt by the influence of their bad example. Now, you know, school is starting back. School is starting back. And you know, sometimes when we go back to school, teachers are having to evaluate their classrooms. They're trying to get the students back acclimated. They're used to being out running and playing and having fun. Now it's time to get back to work. And sometimes the teachers have to look around and they're saying, my goodness, what is going on in here? Look, 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 look at little Bobby over here. Look, little Bobby. No, we're going to have to move. Johnny, we're going to have to move you over here on the front because you and Bobby, y'all cause too much commotion. Bobby, you're causing too much issue. No, no, no. We're going to sit you over there. Sometimes the teacher will get a call from the mom or dad and say, listen, um, I need to understand. Do, do you have Ryan sitting next to little Bobby? Sidebar, why is it always little Bobby? 
Why we always call him little Bobby? I want to apologize to all of my Bobbies, my Roberts, my Robs. Let, let, let's change this. This let's change it. It's gonna be um little Derek, okay? Little, little Derek. Is is Ryan sitting next to little Derek? I know somebody said, why it gotta be Derek? Okay, it's, I'm sorry, it's, it's Derek today. So Ryan sitting next to Derek. You know that now Derek is a bad influence on Ryan. Derek always has Ryan laughing and talking and playing and all that stuff. No, you put you put Ryan on the front row with you, and every time you get ready to ask a question, a question, look at Ryan to put the fear of God in them, and they're gonna do fine all season, all year long. And see, there it is, little Derek sitting in the back, causing some issues because Derek is is, is a wrong influence. A wrong influence on others around a bad example. Understand this this bad example. They grieve and discourage those who are do, who are um, that are good. They grieve and discourage those that are good. They do. They harden and encourage those that are bad. They harden and encourage those that are bad. I need someone to type in chat. No negativity. No negativity. Listen, it's time to make sure that we don't allow negative influences to come in our atmosphere or our environment. We've got to not allow ourselves to be negatively influenced in going in directions and places that we should not go and doing things we know we should not do. We, we have objectives. We have things we're trying to accomplish. And yet, hey, hey, man, you can come with us. Well, we, we is going down to the club. We is going down to the club. There's that negative influence. Oh, girl, we're just going to the mall after this. After, come on to the mall with us. And then you go and you buy all this stuff, and you had a good time until you get in the car and start thinking about how you just blew up the budget. Now you say, oh, Lord, have mercy. And I know I'm going to be, it's going to be fussing all night long. Yes, because you mess up. You are not a negative influence to come into your atmosphere. <laughs> and they moved you in the wrong direction. We have to say no negativity. Type it, no negativity. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.